Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Anna and our kids, Timothy and Scarlett, about water park adventures for families. We love visiting water parks because of the thrilling rides, huge wave pools, and lazy rivers. Water parks typically are attached to a hotel, offer admission to a theme park with the same ticket, or a standalone operation. In this episode, we talk about our favorite water parks, what to pack before you go, and how to stay safe during your visit. You hear about these amazing tips, plus so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash waterparks. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, a quick spin in the washing machine, and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Today we have Anna, Tim, and Scarlett, and we're talking about water park adventures. I'm super excited to talk about this family fun activity because we've gone to a bunch of different water parks recently. We've got a couple more planned this summer. And it's just going to be so much fun. And I've, let's start off talking about some of our favorite water parks. One of the ones that we went to before we moved from California is the Great Wolf Lodge. It's a hotel with a private water park that's only available for people actually staying at the hotel. There's like 18 locations across the United States. And from last time I checked, there's at least four more on the way. So that's really cool. Some of the locations include Boston, Chicago, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Dallas, and in the Disneyland area. And we visited before the Anaheim right before we left. And then a few years before that, we went to the one over in Charlotte where we were hanging out with family. Great Wolf Lodge is really cool because it has like not just a water park, but there's like so many other fun things to do there. It has like a really cool like bear and like a uh, wolf theme. So what do you guys think about that? It's good. It's cool. The theme makes it more exciting. Yeah, because there's different things you can do around there. There's arcades. They have all the pools the buckets of water falling on the kids. The kids can go surfing. And then I recall when we went to Charlotte, our nieces wanted to go into the beauty salon and get their get the full spa treatment. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a little manicure and pedicure. That's, that was really cool. Beyond that, uh, here in Nashville, they have the Gaylord Opryland Hotel, which has its own water park. It's called Sound Waves, and it's not just for hotel guests. Anybody you know, visiting in the area can actually go to the, the water park as well, but it, it's attached right to the Opryland Hotel. And the Opryland Hotel, just on its own, is like a huge experience with like a little uh, boat ride you can take inside, lots of different restaurants. At Christmas time, it's wonderful, all the Christmas lights. They also have the ice festival as well. So it's really cool there. But the water park was really awesome. I got a really cool video of Tim doing this one thing that was on the, on the outdoor water park where it cl- encloses you in. And then, like, the floor drops out from underneath you. So what did you think about that, Tim, when you did that? It was kind of scary at first when I dropped, but then it was much more fun when I realized that it wasn't very far drop. Although that part was, like, on the outside, they have an indoor part as well because it gets a little chilly here in Nashville, right? And so one of the things I love is that you can actually go to sound waves and participate in all the fun activities with a lot of the slides and the wave pools and all these other things that are indoors. So that way, you know, when it's cold, it's wintertime, you still can get a little like that tropical feel, a little bit of that vacation time. 
uh, without actually hopping on a plane and, and driving to, you know, flying over to the Caribbean or to Hawaii or something like that. Another one that we really like is uh, Wilderness at the Smokies. Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, they're a really popular destination in the Southeast. This one is in Sevierville, which is basically the, the city right next to that. And it's a hotel, but it's also a timeshare. And from what I understand, the water park is only for guests. And we went there about two years ago, and we had a really good time. What did you think about that? It was fun and interesting. Yeah, I was, I was a little bummed that based on just like our timing of when we made the reservation, the outdoor water park wasn't open just yet because we went there, I think, at the end of May or very first weekend of June. But if we'd been there just like a couple days later, we'd been able to go to the outdoor water park as well. And that would have been really fun. I think a great thing about it was uh, that even though we didn't get to go to uh, the outdoor water park, that we were able to go to the indoor water park with also arcades uh, and other cool uh, adventures. Oh, absolutely. And if you are there in the summertime, right across the street is also Soaky Mountain Water Park, which looks an amazing water park, but it's only in outdoors. Uh, and for somebody like me, you know, I'm bald, I got fair skin and everything else. The outdoor water parks are a little sketchy for me because I don't want to get sunburned. I generally prefer like the indoor water parks, but for an outdoor water park, it, it's phenomenal from what I saw. One of the water parks that we just actually just came back from is Tropic Falls at, at Oa. It's it's right on uh, near like Gulf Shores of Alabama, so it's pretty close to the, to the Gulf of Mexico. The weather there throughout the year is, is pretty mild. One of the cool things about it is that it's not just a water park. It's also a theme park. So you can go there for one price and be able to ride all the amusement park rides. And then from there, you can go and ride all the water park rides as well. So if it's really hot in the summertime, go there and cool off in the water park. And then once you're cooled off, then you can go hit some of the theme park rides. Or there, you know, we stayed at the hotel that's right there, the Town Place Suites. You, know, you can go there and get, get wet and everything in the water park. And then you don't have to walk around with soggy shoes and, and everything else. You can actually go back to the hotel, change your clothes, and then go hit the theme park for the rest of the day. And they have some really good rides there, not only just the water park, but also the theme park. One of Tim's favorites is Alabama Wama. We actually got to take mom there this time. And what did you think about that? Uh, it was great the way it always it just spins you around and around and around and even upside down sometimes. Yeah, so mommy, what did you think about it? You got to go on it for the first time. Oh, that was fun. There were a couple of rides that really piqued my love of roller coasters and the love of thrills. And Scarlett even went on it too. What did you think about it? Um, it was the first time I did it and it was really fun. I didn't know why I was so afraid of doing it before. Well, yeah, that's understandable, right? You're you're only eight years old and you know, you're getting tall enough now you can go on all the cool rides. We were very close for you to be able to go on the main roller coaster there, right? And, yeah, and enough, yeah. Want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary. It is a big ride. There were some of them that were like really steep inside of the water park. And those were those were really cool, but sometimes they're a little scary and it's okay to just kind of hang out in the lazy river. Although as parents, it wasn't exactly lazy for us, right? The kids are kind of climbing all over us and running around. <laughs> yes. So swimming around. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't get a chance to like be lazy in there, but it was still really cool to be able to create those like family fun experiences. Yes, for sure. Now, one of the ones that were, I just learned about it. It's called Big Splash Adventure. It's in French Lick, Indiana. I'm getting actually ready to record a podcast episode about French Lick. It's the birthplace of Larry Bird for those people that are really into basketball. I don't really know much about it, but I was looking at it and it's really cool. One of the things that I saw that was really innovative at the water park 
is that they actually have an underwater virtual reality. And so, you know, virtual reality is obviously a new thing and people are kind of getting used to it and there's a lot more experiences around that. But I think it's really unique to actually be able to put on the goggles and go underwater. I'm really looking forward to be able to kind of experience that and see what that's all about. Yes, because it's really, you're immersing yourself and more of your senses in that VR experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but there's also obviously the, all the normal other water park things. There's the lazy river there. There's the death defying drops of the slides and like the other type of slides are a little bit more, you know, the, the S turns and all those types of things. So that's a lot of fun as well. One of the things that's here in Nashville again is Nashville Shores. Tim's been able to go there with his summer camp for the last couple of years. And he's had a, a wonderful time. He tells us all about all these like really cool rides he goes on. And, you know, the rest of us, we've been kind of missing out. We haven't been able to go because we just, for whatever reason, hadn't got a pass. And so this year, Scarlett's old enough. I said, you know what? We're going to get a season pass. We saw like a really cool deal around like Black Friday. And so we got like a, a big discount. And so now we're going to go basically to kind of cool off because Nashville does get really hot in the summertime, a little muggy and everything. So now we can go there and experience it. If you don't get a season pass, maybe you only want to go there once or twice. Uh, we have something called the Get Out Pass. And the Get Out Pass has like almost like 50 attractions like in the, the Tennessee area. And uh, if you add them all up, it's like around like $6,000 worth of value. And the pass itself is only around like $100, $150. Uh, if you use the promo code BALD, you actually get like the best discount available. But it's really cool. You can actually get like a one-day pass to be able to go there. There's a next to that is the Treetops Adventure Park. And we're going to go there as well because it's kind of cool. It's like a ropes course. And you're kind of like doing all the obstacles in the trees. And so it's a, like a really cool experience to be able to do that. So what do you think about like the water rides there at Nashville Shores? Tim? You've been going there for years. You're like a, a seasoned pro. A uh, great thing about the rides is that some of them you can actually go with multiple people to be able to uh, go with friends and family. There's also a race uh, one uh, where you can race against those other people. Sometimes it's not always open. Yeah, well, that, that happens sometimes. You know, rides break down. Maybe they don't have enough staffing, those type of things. You know, that, a lot of those type of issues happen. But I'm really looking forward to be able to go. We already got our wristbands. We got to go get Scarlett's wristband for her annual pass. One thing also with the season pass there at Nashville Shores, we bought you a, a food pass. So that way, every time you go, you can get like a free lunch with uh, a meal and a snack and a drink every time. So if you're only going to go a couple of times, it really doesn't make sense. But if you're going to go throughout the summer, you know, it's a little bit of money up front, but it saves you money every time. And as a parent, this way I don't have to give my kid a 20 bucks that's either going to get lost or it's going to get soggy and you know, maybe they don't want to accept it. What have been some of your favorite treats that you've enjoyed at Nashville Shores? Uh, there's, uh, the pizza there and also there's, uh, pretzels with cheese as well as salads, hot dogs uh, that you can add, uh, cheese and, uh, chili. And, uh, there's also, uh, some ice cream that I haven't been able to, uh, actually eat though. Okay. Well, that's good. So there's a lot of different options uh, to be able to, to eat. So no matter what type of food you like, there's plenty of options uh, to be able to pick from. Uh, another one that we're looking to do, because uh, again, it's like a short drive from Nashville, is to go to uh, Kentucky Kingdom and Hurricane Bay. That's a cool spot that is only maybe like three or four hours away. So it's a relatively short drive. They have an amusement park there as well as a water park. So it's, again, kind of like that Tropic Falls at Oa, where you get basically two experiences for the price of one. And so again, this one is also on the Get Out Pass. So it's really cool. Uh, use promo code BALD to get the best discount. It basically is included free once you sign up for that. Or obviously, also, you can just pay for the admission 
to the park directly and get that. And again, you're going to get a bunch of theme park rides. You're going to get a water park ride, you know, big wave pool and all those uh, lazy river and all those other fun things. So a lot of great things to do there. Two last ones that we went to recently was the Atlantis in the Bahamas and also the Grand Hyatt Baja Mar. So these are two experiences right there in Nassau area of the Bahamas. And the Atlantis is with Marriott and the Grand Hyatt Baja Mar is with Hyatt, obviously. And so with those, we got two different experiences. Like at Atlantis, it's kind of all encompassing. It's it's kind of like the Great Wolf Lodge where only the water park is available for people who are staying at, actually at the resort. And they have a lot of really cool rides. I really like that they, they have like a bunch of decorations where it was like, um, it was almost like a Mayan culture. Right, Tim? Uh, yes. What about you, Scarlett? Like there's a small mate thing and you can go and just swim like a mermaid get a toy mermaid and you can get like cookies and it's only 99 dollars that mermaid for, experience sounds awesome for each kid yeah i remember seeing that it was a really cool thing and you were so excited to be able to hang out with the mermaids and be able to put the little mermaid tail on and everything else that was it was a great experience and it's much more of like a family-oriented resort it's a lot more decorations and everything like that, where it's like a little bit more immersive. Whereas the Grand Hyatt Baja Mar, to me, it was a little bit higher end hotel. But the problem was that the water park was actually next to it. And so it was open to the public. It wasn't just for the hotel guests. So that kind of took away from the, the experience. But they also had a lot of really great rides there as well. But it was more like a standard water park features and construction where you didn't get like the same type of themes like we did, like the the Incan ruins and, and stuff like that that we did at, over at Atlantis. So, But either one is a, is a great experience and, and a great hotel uh, if you're looking to go to the Bahamas. When we're looking at going to a water park, one of the things that we got to do is make sure that you are prepared to have the best possible experience when you're there visiting, whether it's you know avoiding a, a, a sunburn, even though you are indoors, you know, you got to avoid the, the sunburn there, uh, as well as you know, talking about food and different ways to save money and, and kind of just have a better overall experience. So the first thing, before you go to the water park, having a list of the different things that you need to be able to go, because the last thing you want is just to be able to show up there and go, oh man, I forgot this. You definitely don't want that scenario. So one thing that we've learned is that a lot of these water parks, you have to bring your own towels. You know, sometimes if it's part of the hotel, they'll, they'll have a towel that, that's under the sink there. But if it's like a normal water park that's not associated with a hotel, you got to bring your own towel. Otherwise, you're going to be soggy and, and wet the entire day. If you have young kids, you know, luckily our kids are old enough now. You don't have to worry about swim diapers. Uh, so that's good. Waterproof sunscreen. Again, like although you are inside of a building, a lot of times uh, some of these water parks are outside. Uh, even if they are inside, a lot of times it's... Uh, in an atrium where the sun is coming through there and it's very easy to get burnt. And sometimes you, you let down your guard. Next thing you know, you're getting burnt. Uh, like when we were at Tropic Falls, what happened to you, Anna? Oh, I, I got plenty of sun. That's for sure. And ended up with some, some funny red burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like one of those things where you're not really expecting it. You're going to get a funky tan line that you weren't expecting and you, and you don't want that. Obviously, if you can bring food and drinks, bring some water, to the water park with you so that way you have something to keep hydrated because if you're out in the sun all day, you're running around, uh, you're surrounded by water, but you actually forget to drink it. That's true. And the great thing is that everyone now carries around their stainless steel water cup, so it'll keep your beverage nice and chilled. Absolutely. Also beyond that, uh, you're going to want to make sure you bring a change of clothes because when you're done with the water park, especially those ones that are attached to theme parks, you want to make sure you have a change of clothes to be able to put those clothes on and, and stay dry. 
And that way also you're not bringing uh, your wet shorts or, or bathing suit onto a ride. And the person behind you is like, oh, man, the seat is wet. What's going on here? Right? You don't want that nasty surprise for somebody else in line. Bring some Band-Aids. They generally have like first aid kits and you know those type of things around. But you don't want to worry about trying to find somebody and trying to find a lifeguard and, and those type of things. Just bring some Band-Aids in your bag and it's nice and simple and easy. Baby wipes are, are good just to kind of clean things up. If you have teens or kids you're going to let run around the park, make sure they have their own watch that's waterproof. So that way they know what time to make sure they can come back and, and check in with you. We'll talk about that in a minute. Beyond that, if you're one of those people that doesn't really want to participate always in, in all the rides, bring a book or something to do. Uh, while everybody's having fun, you can kind of relax and enjoy the sun or relax in the shade and, and be able to catch up on, a, on reading or whatever. One other quick thing is we all have our phones on us at all times. So prepare and bring one of those portable covers that look like almost like uh, Ziploc bags with the necktie around them. <laughs> bring one or two because someone's bound to not have uh, one of those in your party. So be prepared. Absolutely. Uh, before you go to the water park, also do your homework and research on the park itself. Make sure there's enough for everybody to do because maybe your, your child isn't tall enough to go on some of the rides they really want to go to. Or you want to make sure that there's like a little kitty area if, if you have like young ones so that way they can enjoy some fun as well. And again, look at the height requirements for all the rides. Uh, you know, a lot of times the kids are wearing shoes when they're in theme parks and they may hit the height requirement for one ride. But when they're in their bare feet inside the water park, maybe they're just a hair too short and you don't want anybody being... Uh, sad and, and upset because they're not able to go on the ride. Beyond that, think of like, okay, are the kids going to want to do a wave pool? Are they going to want to do the slides? Are they going to want to do uh, like the climbing structure that's inside there or like the, the surfing experience? You think about what they want to do and kind of make a game plan as far as what what everybody is interested in doing. That way you can you can focus your efforts and make sure everybody gets the full, complete experience. When you're also going, look at the days of operations. Some of these water parks aren't open every day. And some of them, maybe they're open uh, later in the season just because of the weather based on where they are located. And they also sometimes offer promotions where you're going to get discounts if you're going on the weekends versus uh, weekdays or, or maybe even like a, a half-day pass if you show up in the afternoon versus going for a full-day experience. Beyond that, dressing for the park is key. Bringing flip-flops versus shoes. You know, you don't want to put your wet feet into your shoes, those type of things. Some people wear water shoes, maybe just like you want your feet scraped up and everything, but is it necessary? I mean, like, what about you, Anna? What do you think about that as far as having those shoe, water shoes versus like flip-flops versus bare feet? I think if you can find a hybrid, so many people have either Crocs or kind of the water shoes that are similar to Crocs, but have a back and are open that allow your feet to dry so that you can also then go ride some roller coasters or get on some rides afterwards, but your, your feet will dry out. If you are carrying a, you know, you have a light drawstring backpack, you can always throw a pair of an extra pair of flip-flops in there. Oh, for sure. Obviously a lot of us have a bunch of different types of bathing suits, the string bikinis and stuff like that for women. Yeah. They may be great for the beach, but when you're going on a water ride and all of a sudden you hit the pool or whatever, you don't want a clothing malfunction. I don't think anybody wants that type of show. So <laughs> you know, make sure that you are wearing something that's appropriate where if you're jumping into the water and those type of things, body parts aren't going to pop out when they shouldn't be popping out. You know, And so take a look at your bathing suits that you have. Make sure that what you're wearing is, is appropriate for the water park you're going to. I always wear, even if I'm inside, 
I wear like one of those water shirts. Uh, so that way, again, you know, even if I'm forgetting to apply the sunscreen, at least like the majority of my body's covered, I'm not going to get surprised with like a big sunburn at the end of the day. Once you're actually in the park uh, or at the park, if there's parking that's a little bit closer, maybe it's a little bit extra feed to be able to park closer. Look, at the end of the day, especially with young kids, they're going to want you to carry them. They want, they're not going to want to walk to the far end of the parking lot after like a full day of being in the water. So sometimes maybe it's a little worth it to pay a couple extra bucks, get that premier parking. And that way it's easier for everybody to get in the car. And, you know, the kids are going to knock out as soon as you get in the car after being in the water all day. Oh, for sure. So be prepared to carry them. And like Lee said, you want to have that closer parking space, especially towards the end of the day. Everyone's tired after a, a full day of fun. Beyond that, when water parks are generally open first thing in the morning, and, and a lot of them are open you know, late into the evening, it, because it is indoors a lot of times, they're open till you know, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night sometimes. And so you want to think about it when you're planning your, your trip. Are you going to be there all day or are you just going to be there for a portion of the day? Kids, what do you think? Do you want to be there all day and run around or do you want to be able to take a nap sometimes during the middle of the day or what are your thoughts? I would uh, probably like to uh, sometimes go from uh, around uh, in the middle of the day and sometimes towards uh, the evening with a little uh, sort of nap or break in between. I would also like like a little break in between so um, your kids aren't tired and, and you don't have to carry them and it makes everything easier. Yeah, for sure. And again, that's one of those things where if you are going to a water park that has a hotel attached to it or, or at least nearby, that's a great way to go just hang out at the hotel for a couple hours, especially if it's an outdoor water park. You can avoid that peak heat that's really going to crisp you up, you know, that uh, you, if you're going to skip those like, I don't know, 12 to like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And it's a great way to be able to go back to the room, especially if you have one that has like a, a kitchen or something like that. You can cook a meal there, save some money. So that way you're not paying, you know, theme park prices for your food and uh, be able to get a, probably a much better meal and be able to take a little bit of a nap and then be ready to rock and roll, go back to the park and, and hit it up for the rest of the day. The other thing is if you show up first thing in the morning and you're there late at night, if there are like schools nearby or summer camps, they're gone normally by like, you know, three or four because they got to get back to the families and everything. And once they're gone, you have the park to yourself. So that's a great way to be able to get on a lot of the rides that maybe you weren't able to before because they had such long lines. One thing we've learned with Tim being able to go to Nashville Shores, Tim, talk about being able to check in and what happens if you don't check in on time with the summer camp. Uh, at my summer camp, they usually want you to check in about every hour to make sure that you're still uh, with the group and not lost. And uh, whenever you are late, just even by a little bit, they make you sit out for a lot longer. Yeah, generally it's if you miss it by one minute, right? Yeah, then it makes you have to sit out for about 20 minutes, maybe more. Yeah, so like, <laughs> those kids have learned the lesson that once you show up for like one minute late, and you're sitting out for 20 minutes and all your friends are out there riding the rides and, and having fun in the water. And you're sitting there just watching everybody. You learn the lesson real quick. Next time, you're going to show up on time. Oh, they learn how to tell time quickly. <laughs> One of the things uh, also that you want to do is 
you never want to think about something bad happening, but it's always good to know where the lifeguards are at the water park. Maybe it's not even something that, something that happens to you and, and your party. Uh, maybe it's something that happens to somebody else. You want to know where the lifeguards are at all times. So that way, if something does happen, you can get their attention immediately to be able to help take care of your family, your friends, or somebody that's there that nobody else is really paying attention to. One of the other things, you know, at a lot of these water parks is they offer cabanas. So it's not just everyone fighting for themselves and trying to find a seat. Uh, these cabanas are reserved spaces where it's only you. You can kind of have your phone and your your wallet and keys for your car and some of those things all locked up in a, in a safe space for yourself. But also they have, maybe they have a fan or a TV or refrigerator, some of those other things. They really kind of help improve the overall experience versus like, Sometimes we go to water parks and you're searching for a good 10, 15 minutes trying to find seats that aren't taken by somebody else. Yes. I think one of the important things to think about there is a cabana can be kind of a worthwhile investment. So if you talk about a water park where it's connected to a hotel and you can get up to your room pretty pretty easily, may not be worth the additional dollars, but when you're planning to be there, you're not, it's not connected to a hotel or you're staying elsewhere and you're going to be there from opening to closing, that cabana can be a worthwhile investment, especially look at what's offered. Sometimes they come stocked with beverages or there may be some additional snacks included. So with kids that can come in very handy, can be a place for younger ones to take a nap. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like when you're trying to do those meetups like every hour with the kids to make sure that they are still there and <laughs> and safe and everything, trying to find seats, maybe, you know, they're not going to know exactly where to find you, but if it's a cabana that's easily found, they're going to be able to find you much easier and be able to come in and, and do those check-ins also much easier. Speaking of food and drinks and everything, some water parks will allow you to bring it. Some won't. So definitely check that ahead of time with the different water parks you're looking at going to and make sure that if they are allowed, bring them in. If you have like water bottles, obviously if it's hot, they're going to get hot really quick. If you freeze them or at least partially freeze them the night before throughout the day, they're going to be melting and melting and then you're going to be able to drink it, but also it's going to stay cold throughout the day, even if you don't have access to a fridge or anything like that. You mentioned earlier about uh, having a, a waterproof case for your phone. Uh, even if you don't have that, you can rent a locker, something along those lines at the water park. You know, you really don't want to leave valuables in the car too often because, yeah, hey, you know what? Criminals are everywhere. And for your kids, I, you know, our kids have their switches and their iPads and their phones and all those type of things. Because they're just going to be sitting there in the car all day anyways, the kids aren't going to be using them. Just leave them at home. It's not worthwhile to have somebody break into your car for a couple hundred dollars worth of electronics and you got a broken window and you got all the hassle and everything else like that. The kids are going to complain but they're going to be just fine not having their electronics for like the, for the short ride from your house to whatever water park you're at. You know, when it's time to leave, kids are notorious for, you know, they're having so much fun. They do not want to leave no matter what. Right. And if we have to, uh, we're not afraid to, to bribe them. Right. Hey kids, we're going to get some ice cream. We're going to go to a favorite restaurant, something like that to try to bribe them where it's like, look, I understand you had a great time, but it's time to leave and we don't need a meltdown. What would it take for you to make sure that we leave without having any sort of drama or issues uh, when it's time to leave the water park? I think for Scarlet, it may be an icy. Ooh. Stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. A stuffed animal, like a, like a souvenir from the place. That'd be pretty cool. You know, sometimes even if it's like a stuffed animal or sometimes it's maybe a shirt, right, with like the logo on it or a hat or, 
at Great Wolf Lodge, they give you a little headband that has like the ears and everything, the little wolf ears. And they come in different colors, so you don't have to just have all just plain one color. You can have different colors. Yeah, that's really cool. What about you, Tim? What If you were like having such a great time and you didn't really want to leave, what would we have to bribe you with to be able to go? Maybe like a favorite food or a sort of souvenir. Yeah, that'd be good. So, you know, when you're planning your budget for the water park, save a few dollars in the budget for the, that way for you can pay for a souvenir, something like that. It doesn't have to be something super expensive. Sometimes even if like a magnet or a sticker uh, will do the trick to make them happy. Or worst case, on your way out, stop at McDonald's or whatever if you can find an ice cream machine that works and, uh, you know, do that, you know. Um, <laughs> again, like for us, when we went to Tropic Falls over in Oa, on the way to the freeway, there was a Bucky's. And so we got to go hit up the Bucky's and get an IC and, and those type of things. And the, the kids are super excited about that. Yeah, the Bucky's was great because they have all sorts of different foods that you can choose from, as well as a gift shop in there and bathrooms. Oh, and I also remember that they have uh, gas stations uh, there as well, just like Costco's. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're getting close to that driving age, so you're gonna start you're gonna start noticing gas stations a lot more. You also hopefully the the gas station prices. So, anyways, one of the things that our kids, as our kids have gotten older, we really love going to water parks. We had a lot of great times, a lot of fond memories. You know, I'm looking forward to as they continue to grow and and get a little taller that they're gonna be able to go on more and more of these rides and just have a great time. And we're just gonna be able to create even more memories that we're going to be able to talk and laugh about as we continue to get older. So anyways, I want to say thank you to, to Scarlett and Tim and, and Anna for being on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to be able to talk to them and, and kind of get their insights and opinions on all the fun family adventures that we're doing. Yeah, it's been great being on here, Dad. Thank you for inviting us, and let's plan the next adventure. Thank you, Dada. What an awesome conversation with my family. We have so much fun at water parks and hope that you explore water parks near your home and on your next vacation. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash waterparks. We want to say thank you to Bluffworks for being an affiliate partner in today's episode. Bluffworks offers many styles to fit your needs so that way you can stay Rico free while traveling. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Bluffworks and use the promo code LEAD to save 10% off your order. Join us next time as we visit Greensboro, North Carolina to speak with my new friend, Bo Wigington of the Bruise Rock Podcast. In this episode, Bo and I talk about visiting the Greensboro Science Center, attending the North Carolina Folk Fest, and sampling craft beer at local breweries like Odin Brewing Company. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell me what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations.